0: Coming out of the nightmare abyss of the piney woods of East Texas, the random horror show, the best in commentary and reviews in horror, sci-fi, fantasy, cult classics, and the obscure from film, television shows, and literature. Join our horror hostess, Keisha Lacey, she is scary, but random, horrific.
1: Back to the random horror show. I am your horror hostess, Keisha Lacey, coming straight out of the Pine Curve, better known as East Texas. And I have a special guest for you, ghouls and goblins and fiends out there. Yes, it is
2: Hangman
1: from the (laughs) YouTube channel, Captain Horror. He is here in the building, chopping it up, which is with your girl keisha how you doing hangman what's up what's up how you doing
0: i'm good keisha how you
1: (laughs) i'm wonderful i'm wonderful shoot just chilling 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 you know relaxing 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 and everything that was an amazing
0: intro thank you very much i love that (laughs) oh thank you
1: you're welcome i try to make everybody feel good especially up on here and everything
0: (laughs) you definitely did i appreciate that
1: That's how we do it up on the Random Horse Show. We're gonna make you feel at home. You want some wine? You want some water? You want some uh, some water? A little bit of uh, gin, tonic. uh, Oh
0: yeah.
1: I ain't got no juice and everything. You got some on the rocks and stuff, so you're welcome to
0: it. Juice straight up, I take it.
1: Green man. So, thank you for joining me and everything else. And thank you for
0: having me. It's an honor.
1: No problem. No problem. I want everybody to feel good and feel at home here. But, like, I want you to introduce yourself to my audience and those who do not know you, let them hear who you are.
0: Anything. sure absolutely so my name is hangman aka captain horror on the youtube channels uh you can find me on there at the link captain horror i just i'm just a horror fan that loves to collect physical media and random horror you know goodies and memorabilia if you will uh been into horror since i was a child i'm 42 years old now so it's been a lifelong obsession for me and i just decided one day I want to share this with the world and become part of a beautiful community that I discovered on YouTube a few years ago. So that's basically the gist of what I do. And I'm also a death metal vocalist in a band based in New York City. Yeah. Uh. (laughs) I love (laughs) it. I love it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's basically what I sound like. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Juices and berries. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: sorry. Sorry, I got a little carried away
0: right here. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all good, baby. <laughs>
1: Well, I like, appreciate that. And like, I'm gonna say like this pop it for the 40s, pop it for the 40s and everything. we find fine and fabulous in our 40s and stuff. So, <laughs> oh, love yeah. it. I love it. And like, I'm so glad that you are part of the horror community. And of course, we welcome you. You know, you've been doing your thing, you have like this love and passion for horror, just same as I and everything. And, like, I feel that even though horror is, like, very, it's not, like, particularly niche now because now it's, like, becoming mainstream. Mm-hmm. So, um, I like it's, like, it's getting mainstream. But, you know, you sometimes going to have some of them cookie cutter stuff and everything like oh, yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Of course, of course but also what um I've been like watching your channels and all this stuff and you do bring out like the best awesomeness like in physical uh media particularly like on your socials like on I follow you on instagram and your um YouTube and you just like boom 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 like just bring it out like that and yeah. um you put me on the plug of second sight media
0: media mm, films, mm, yeah second
1: and I actually yeah, and I actually um, bought like Reanimator and I also bought my friend uh, Super Mario Brothers, the movie with Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo. Oh, okay. And for his birthday, you know, his birthday gift and everything, because he loves nice. like Mario and stuff. For instance, like he was like a, I don't know, like a sperm, you know, <laughs> in his dad's sack. But like, you know, when you you put that plug out like that, you know, especially with the physical copies and stuff that you collect. I mean, like, that just, like, blew away because I've been looking for different horror films and some, like, science fiction uh, ones that, like, I can't find. I don't want to look in, like, too regular-ass and basic, but, like, Second Sight films actually have, like, some bomb-ass covers and some really cool stuff that I really, uh like, don't mind spending money. So how did you, like, uh, like really got into like collecting physical horror and of course like you always got like that nice setup on your youtube channel of like all kind of horror
2: things like, <laughs> oh, how, do you, thank you. like
1: how do you like procure that like what brought you to youtube what brought you to, to do youtube and stuff like that with you know with your show captain horror
0: sure well it it started years ago man i um I always wanted to start a podcast. <laughs> Oddly enough, I'm on one right now. Yeah. So, and this is my first podcast, by the way. I've never been on a podcast. So this is like oh, I your pop- my your cherry. cherry.
2: <laughs>
1: I did. I popped your cherry. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: oh, for sure.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, so I always wanted to do a podcast. And this dates back to about 2010. I was listening mm-hmm. to a video game podcast called talk radar and it was an amazing, an amazing group of guys that just really, really like held my attention. They would do two or three hour shows and I'd listen every single week about video games and then them just talking about random stuff. But yeah. as time went on, that sort of idea fell through and nothing ever happened. And I've always been collecting physical media. That story starts back when I was a kid with VHS tapes, but um. You know, as I got older into um, my 40s, I started to get back really hard into collecting um, Blu-rays and 4Ks. My love for it grew even more. I started buying more and then I discovered two particular content creators on YouTube. And that is um, Garrett from Born To Be Rad and uh, old C-H-H, AKA Christian Hannah Horror. And when Mm -hmm. I saw their channels and their videos, It just inspired me to do what they were doing. I loved their setup. I loved their whole vibe, the way they talked about it, the way they showed their movies. And my love for this stuff was really deep. So I said, you know what? I'm going to have to try this because my podcast idea didn't happen. Maybe I can do a YouTube channel. And I kind of danced around the idea and my wife would try to push me to do it. And she would like, like inspire me. She made me make videos that were so cringe. They're crazy. Like I have them still and they're ridiculous. Like I watched them and I cannot watch without like holding my face because I was so nervous and I didn't know what the hell to say or what to do. But after doing a few of those, I got into the groove of it and I owe her a lot because she like threw me out into the deep end was like, just do it already. <laughs> so sick of you talking about it. You got to just do it, you know?
1: I love your wife. I love your wife already. Because, <laughs> like, you always need, like, that the love of your life, your best friend and everything. And she's like, get your words up there on the YouTube yeah. and shit. Get
2: yeah, your yeah, words. That's, that's she what have, she did.
1: Like, she didn't have, like, like, you know, like, she'd seen a vision. But, you know, that's how it is. Like, when your early stages of it, you, you always going to look big, like, oh, my God, you're going to cringe at it. But, yeah. hell, you got so good at it. So, so. Bravo to the wife, give her my love and flowers.
0: Yes, I will. Yes, I will. She's amazing. Thank you, ma'am.
1: Thank you, (laughs) ma'am. God dang it. I love it when I love it. I love it when like husbands and stuff give it like the the props and stuff to the wife. I was like, Yes.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I owe owe her a lot. (laughs) Even though she's like, she'll never be on the channel. She's so shy. She's the opposite of the way I come off in a way. And I guess that's why we click so well. But like she'll never like she's so nervous. She'll never be on camera. It's OK. I try to get her convince her to do videos with me and, re, you know, review stuff or okay. whatever, but she just can't do it. But she'll definitely inspire me and, you know, like put that a battery in my back to get it done.
1: That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. We don't see her on camera, but that's OK. She's yeah, she's behind there. the
0: scenes big time. Yeah, she's,
1: <laughs> she's, she's literally there. You know, what yeah, I'm saying? she is. Is. That is so awesome. I love that couple goals. girls. Hashtag.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: So like when was your first love of horror? How did that started and stuff for you in your childhood? Um,
0: my first love began. I mean, it all started really. I was really young. I just want to tell this story real quick. My earliest memory of actually being scared from horror. <laughs> and this probably kicked it off. I might have been like two years old in my crib and in my apartment where I grew up in Brooklyn, uh, mm-hmm. down the hall in the apartment was the living room. And you could hear the TV on like around midnight, 11 o'clock or something. And I heard the theme song from Tales from the Dark Side playing from back in the uh. day. Like the old school theme song, yes. um, 1982, 83, You know, that's when it came out. But it was around 83, 84. I must've been like two or three in my crib. And I heard the music and I was so terrified just from the music alone, before I knew what fear even was. It instilled fear in me. And that's a vivid memory that I have. So that's like my earliest memory of horror. And what made me love horror was in 87, my brother took me to the theater to see Mm -hmm. Evil Dead 2. And I was like five years old. (laughs) (laughs) I was like sitting there seeing all this unfold and I couldn't believe it. It was insane. The experience was incredible. And it's literally the moment or the like the pinpoint, the, 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 point where I you know became obsessed with horror itself after that it was like forget it I just took off running with it
1: hey that is like (laughs) so cool though so like you had an older brother that took you to go see evil dead 2 yeah evil dead 2 came out in theaters on my birthday March 13th 1987
0: and I was nine years old nice yeah yeah that's
1: awesome and you know like the whole story behind it because you know when um sam Raimi came out with evil dead you know they ran out of money you know they had to shoot it like a couple of years you know Mm -hmm. uh, a little bit all of that and then you know it was like on the baddie list like in different countries where it's banned but you know that he i love the genius idea that he faked a production company rosebud
0: Oh yeah, and, yeah, like, exactly. It
1: to like fly up under the radar, and mm-hmm. I love that he like was just so genius enough and clever to do that. To like, it was actually like the remake of like Evil Dead, but you know, put the two on and stuff, and he brings back and reemerges Ash as like this hero. You know, he was like Ash is more like we, we He's like shop smart, sharp, Shop, shop I s smart. This dude is like an <laughs> average
0: Joe. Yep. You Blue know, he's like
1: making like maybe like 50 or 60 like yearly as like a manager at this like crappy like second rate, third rate, like Walmart and everything. <laughs> he takes his girlfriend. I like who like who I'm like, man, that is like a cool like concept for like the whole storyline of like Evil Dead. And that's like uh one of my uh, favorite ones, you know, uh yeah. films of Evil Dead, and I raised my kids like on. Um, Sam Raimi movies and Evil Dead I mean even my daughter when she was younger she watched Spider-Man and she like loves all the Spider-Man movies because of the way she recognized a lot of like Sam Raimi's like director techniques and Mm -hmm. stop motion and stuff in it
0: definitely it's definitely in there
1: I mean and when you have your kids like raised on you know like horror movies uh you know things like that you like pass it down and then like you had your older brother to do that my aunt she uh always went to the video store the mom and pop stores and get horror movies and that and she was the one that introduced me really big time into like horror and um her name is on is angelique but is they i'll say how did that name come about it's like from Dark Shadows. We named mm. her off of Angelique from Dark oh, wow.
2: Shadows.
1: wow. I was like, well, hell, she is every bit of Angelique. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome.
2: <laughs>
1: but I thought that was pretty cool because, like, I was like, dang, like, really, you know, like, my family has been, like, on the horror, like, in the horror for, like, I was like, dang, my family has been in the horror. They just don't. Talk about it, just watch a horror movie and they think it's cool or shitty or whatever. But yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Like, how you have like older, like, you had your older brother introduce you into it. I have my oh, mom, yeah. older aunt, actually, she's about like eight years older than me, more like a big sister, but she's my aunt, my dad's sister. But you mm-hmm. have like, you know, back in the day, that's like when in the 80s, like, horror was like really super big and stuff with the yeah. and. So like i we grew up in a really great time period,
0: yeah, we sure did, <laughs> we sure did, and yeah, I'm very grateful for that, for sure, and I miss like it.
1: i i you know what i actually I miss it my dang self too, but like, what do you think about like the elevated horror, like what people were saying, like elevator horror, I'm like elevator horror, are we like up in the sky like like what do you mean like like the movie the devil, huh?
0: What do you mean? Like the movie Devil? Like trapped in an elevator kind of deal? What do you mean?
1: No, it's like, I, re- I read a couple articles and like people are like kind of like saying like since horror is getting in mainstream it's getting a little bit more better like with the graphics and everything else like that blah blah blah. They're calling it elevated horror like you have mid- midsummer, Like it's a psychological oh, okay. horror, you know, 824, you know, like elevated horror. And I was like, elevated horror? <laughs>
0: <laughs> i've never heard that term before i'll be honest with you i i've never heard that term or subgenre
1: i know right i think like i i don't know i guess what what their synopsis or what they're <clears throat> concluding is that horror is like elevated to like a certain level i don't know i i don't forgot my train of thought but yeah. i don't know but yeah. I think, like, but I think, I think it's what we just trying to be saying, like, smart horror, like, I you see. know, it's not like the typical, you know, slasher, you know, final girl, you know, everybody gets killed. Oh, of course,
0: and yeah. Not like that or anything. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's not as, like, how it was back in the day, like, how horror was, like, very, like, going down, like, pretty much close to, like, pornography.
2: And yeah, so they exactly. Yeah, like yeah.
1: Really, You know, it's getting sophisticated. You know, it's getting refined. And I was like, horror is not supposed to be fine. I was like, horror (laughs) is supposed to be fucking crazy. It's not supposed to be safe. It's not. I'm like, if you look at the psychological things about horror, I
2: mean,
1: yeah, like, seriously, you're not supposed to be comfortable. And I was like, and you can also like, understand like, what a character in a horror film That facing their deepest, darkest fears, and something that they may have been having some like trouble in the past, maybe a psychological behavior or whatever, or societal, you know. And I think like with horror, it just makes us like realize, like in a psychological sense, it's like, damn, we can relate to that character. This is like what I'm going through. Shit, you know, let me get my shit together. I think it's like helps you out, like just yeah. critical, like therapeutic. You know, for sure yeah, yeah, because like some people do rely on horror as like a healing um like a healing session for them,
0: yeah, definitely for me, it's therapeutic for me at times
1: it is it is it's it's very it is it's very therapeutic and stuff, and, and it depends I, on
0: the film, like I'm not gonna put on cannibal Holocaust to wind down, but you know <laughs> some horror <laughs> is like therapeutic to me, you know what I mean. <laughs> Or, like, fucking hostel or anything, but you know, oh,
1: Jesus, <laughs> you said hostile, I said, Oh, Jesus,
2: yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that does that's not therapeutic for me, but uh, stuff like Creepshow 2 or you know, I don't know, random stuff, house, you know, stuff like that.
1: Oh man, that's a fun ass movie. House is so fun,
0: yeah.
1: I, yeah. I love, I love House, it, it's like I haven't watched it in a while, but I love House. But like hostels, since you mentioned that, I remember really <laughs> that film came out, and I had my um son at the time. Okay. And I looked at it, and I said, I can't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty crazy.
1: I thought I I thought I I was like, yeah, I'm like Billy badass. I can handle this. i was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> So like, what's your favorite like, uh, like horror genre? Like zombies, you know, vampires. What you know, subgenres. Like?
0: Um, I really, I, I do. It's, it, mm, I do love zombie movies for sure. But um, I feel like there was just so much zombie stuff coming out, especially with the Walking Dead show mm-hmm. when it came out in 2010, which was good. And after a while, it just be. Um, a um, little saturated history. that little that subgenre in a way, mm-hmm. but I still I enjoy those a lot. I do enjoy slashers quite a bit. That's probably my favorite subgenre: slashers, like uh movies like Um Maniac or Madman, those type of movies for sure. Sleepaway Camp, that's a fun, amazing film to me. Uh But yeah, I think <laughs> slashers might be my favorite slashers. Yeah, for sure. Maniac, man, that's a
1: that's a real good one right there. Yeah that one
0: I actually discovered late too like I know a lot of stuff from when I was growing up but also Mm -hmm. a lot passed me by like that's another thing I went to I want to mention that my my exposure to horror was kind of limited in a way because even though my brother introduced me to Evil Dead 2 like I'm the only one that's as obsessed with horror as I am and I have like five brothers there's like six of us Mm -hmm. so I'm the only one that's like the way I am even though they introduced me to it. But over the mm-hmm. years, my father would be bringing home like VHS tapes that he would buy from people. And they were like secondhand, not bootleg, but sort of VHS that yeah. came from like um like people basically stole these tapes from VHS stores. So we would buy them without the covers mad oh, wow. cheap. <laughs> like it would come up with garbage bags full of fucking tapes. And my father would buy them. And a lot of them were horror. So that's how I discovered a lot of horror. So um my, my my exposure to it was kind of limited but uh yeah yeah i definitely i'd say slashers are are my, my favorite i'd say
1: so what's your favorite slasher film of all time
0: hmm. wow that's a tough one that's a tough one uh i want to say probably friday the 13th part Four: the final chapter
1: not that bad. might be my
0: favorite. That might be my favorite.
2: Not bad. F- not for bad. a long
0: time, it was it was Nightmare on Elm Street too, Freddy's Revenge, mm-hmm. which I really love that one a lot. People like yeah. shit on that movie, and that's my favorite Nightmare, uh, Nightmare on <sighs> Elm Street.
1: I still don't understand why people crap on that movie though. Like I'm just like, yo, that's a real good one. But
0: yeah, I it's, it's really
1: understand. good. I just never understood the whole shit on it and stuff, and I and it's just it was just a different style of it and i think that's just the reason why of course like the actor you know he's gay and everything Mm -hmm. and you know back in the 80s i was just like oh no you don't say nothing about their sexuality oh yeah yeah but i mean but you know watching it as a kid and i had this conversation with david marino and you know i watched it and i was like yo that dude's gay (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I already got it. Like, i like, already, I already got it. Like, boom, yeah, yeah. Like that, but I still like Freddie was like really scarier. Freddie was like yeah, very, was. like, on Like, he was like, oh my god. I think that was like the, like, there's a couple, of, couple of good scariest, you know, scenes out of that. Especially, oh my god, the whole swimming pool thing. Oh, oh, it's so amazing. Dumb. Oh, yeah, that you're me all my up children like now. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that fucked me up right there, man. It
0: really yeah, did. It was really
1: good. But, yeah, like, it, it... yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, but I was just saying, like, Friday 13th, final chapter, you know, that was a real good one, too. And, you know, I wasn't, like, a big, like, chasing fan, but I still, like, like the whole scenario of, like camp counselors just doing all kinds of crazy debauchery things and then here comes like this dude in a hockey mask and killing all them. of course, you know everybody's like you know always gets it wrong like with the first like uh friday 13th like oh it was jason's like no man it was jason's mom that was killing yeah. him <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: yeah, Jason came later on and stuff, you know? Yeah. Like yeah, just, part two. Man. Just, yeah, like, but that just like set up the premises for like Jason Voorhees to like come out on the scene.
0: Yeah, for sure. For yeah, sure.
1: I mean what what you think about Jason Takes Manhattan?
0: Um, you know, I uh I like it. For it i didn't watch it a lot growing up i i might have watched it like once but as i became mm-hmm. a teenager i would watch it more and i kind of just i don't know something about it draws me to it but it definitely is my least favorite of the paramount years before new line came and took jason away and ruined it <laughs> um yeah. uh yeah jason takes manhattan is it's it's not a great movie. It's definitely not a great movie, but I, I can I can enjoy it. I love the '80s vibe to it. The opening mm-hmm. theme is amazing to me. Um, song, but it's a, it's a great song, and um, yeah, it's just they they were not in Manhattan for most of the movie. Everybody knows this. That's that's the big problem oh, with yeah. it. And that ending sequence with the with the with the makeup is just like what the fuck is that? I have no idea what the hell they were doing with that makeup, but. <laughs> You know, as a kid, I don't know, like I said, it didn't bother me too much. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I enjoy it on a nostalgic level. But other than that, it's it's not it's not one that I go to. I'm more of a one through six kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Mostly.
2: OK,
1: OK. Like. What? Like, like I like, uh like not a fan of like body horror. Okay. I have no. I mean, I guess it's because of like I. I mean, I guess I'm in the beauty industry or something like that, and it's just something about body horror that just like really just like turns me off. I tried to watch this movie called Society.
0: Have oh yeah, that? yeah, of course, yeah, Society.
1: Yeah, <laughs> the shunting.
0: You're talking about the shunting in the end.
1: <laughs> yes. Oh my god.
0: Uh, So (laughs) that's it's a good one. I like that one. I like I like society.
1: I dared my I said okay, prepare yourself. I try to prepare myself as much as I can. (laughs) Hell, I wasn't ready for all that shit.
0: Yeah, it's it's definitely out there, man. That's that's yeah, very different, very different film. it,
1: It is. It's very different, and I was just like, it's good. But it's just not, it's just, it's just one of those films that I'm just not like, like particularly want to go watch it again. Mm -hmm. And like the whole storyline is just fucked up. Yeah, it
0: is. Yeah, it is. It's like everything about it is really just, yeah, I, I agree. It's fucked up, but I, I know I can understand how you feel about it because it's definitely a niche, you know, you gotta really be into this kind of shit to n- enjoy it, which I am. I, I love it. I, <laughs> I I do enjoy that movie quite a bit, but uh, yeah, it's a it's an acquired taste, if you will.
1: It is. It is definitely an acquired taste, but I, I mean, it, it's good. It really is. No, don't get me wrong. It's good, mm-hmm. but it is like far out there. And, but I like the storyline. The storyline is just super fucked up. Yeah. And I was like, damn, you know, it's like the home dude from like uh, uh Baywatch is on there too. And I was <laughs> like, oh man, I was like, Baywatch Billy, what, what, that thing is Baywatch Billy, man.
2: Oh, I was like, shit. I
1: feel for you, man. I fucking feel for you. You <laughs> fucked up. You know, you shit. You know, I'm like, god dang. I'm like, watch out. You know, I'm oh, all man. like, that. And like, damn, like the whole like scene would really fuck me up was like the mom and the dad and the sister, like all.
0: Oh, Jesus. Yeah.
1: Just all chronic, <laughs> just all chronic bird with that shit, man. <laughs> That's
0: definitely what they were put going for, man. Cronenberg feel.
1: That Cronenberg. Brian used this crazy. Yeah, that whole Cronenberg, all that shit, and everything else. And I was like, damn, you know what I'm saying? But it is a good one. I'm not like particularly a like person that's like enjoy like body horror, like Mm -hmm. horror films. But I tell you this right here, it's another good one. And I actually rewatched it. And I almost threw up. And I watched it when I was younger. The Fly.
2: With, with Jeff Goldblum, <laughs> I, knew you
1: man. I knew it was going to come. I was Jeff, like, oh, I mean, man. Come on. It's not Jeff Goldblum, man. I'm like, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Jeff, hell yeah. Shit. Oh, man.
0: I, I love have... The Fly. I love that movie. But it's a tough one to watch. I do agree. It's like I have to be in the mood for it. It's mm-hmm. really gross. It's really it gross. Is. I cannot be eating when I'm watching it. I'll make sure I ate and I'm already like my food digested It's good. I'm chilling an hour yep. later, like I'm in a pool, like I'm going back in the pool. That's when I can watch the fly an hour after I eat. So.
1: Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh uh the second time, and it's my grandma, she was still alive, and we were sitting there watching the fly. I mean, she's just like all into it and stuff. <laughs> I'm getting sick and I'm oh, I'm man. like Ugh. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Didn't have no kind of trouble whatsoever watching it as a teenager. Yeah, enjoy. Oh man, this is cool. Man, he's throwing up and stuff. And oh, I, and it took me back to like when I watched *The Fly* two with Eric Stoltz in the theater. Oh, yeah. So i I caught *The Fly* two in, in theaters, and I, I think that's like pretty cool when you catch a good, you know. It wasn't like well received, but it was like a mixed bag. But I found that it was all right and everything to continue. Yeah, it's, on. it's not a it's
0: not a terrible movie. I could watch it's
1: it. Not terrible, but yeah, I was just sitting. I was like, oh my god, I was like, this is gross. But I still I made it through. I i was <laughs> good, I, I, good, I, I, good. I, I powered through and everything. But I was like, God, this movie. This, this is. I was like, I didn't even throw up or did all that you know, <laughs> younger. <laughs> And I'm older, and I'm like, Bleh. and then my grandma sitting there like, oh wow, man, he became a fly. What just happened? You know, she was like asking all these
2: questions. I'm like, you ain't getting sick. She's like what for? And I'm like, big mama, come on now.
0: Yeah, she's into it though. She's like not phased yeah. by it. She wasn't phased by it. Yeah.
1: No, she wasn't phased by it whatsoever. That's like, cool I, though. I, I know, right? Like that was like so cool, right there. But like, I, I but I give it to Cronenberg and everything. But that last movie that he did was like, *Crimes of the Future*. Oh man, I fell asleep about twenty minutes into, it and I turned it off.
0: <laughs> I haven't, I haven't watched it. I have no idea how it is.
1: It is to me, it's the most boringest ass movie ever.
0: *Crimes of the* fu- of the future. That that's it, right? Yeah,
1: *Crimes of the Future*. I, I was like, yeah. okay. Second
0: Sight actually put that out. I think they yeah, just put they that did. out.
1: Yeah, they did. I'm I've not mistaken.
0: That. I will. I I hope I'm not wrong. I think they just put that out with um with It Follows. I, I picked up It Follows.
1: Yeah, that was a pretty. I I don't know. Like a lot of people didn't like that movie, but I think like the movie was like pretty. I've good. actually
0: ha- I actually haven't watched it yet. I, it's a blind buy for me. Just throwing that out there.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, like the whole soundtrack throughout the movie and stuff is like pretty bomb
0: yeah that's what I keep hearing that the music is really really good people praise it so I'm looking forward but I'm probably going to watch it tonight
1: it is it's some good ass it's it's a good ass bomb song, soundtrack through it and shit and it really fits the mood of like you know throughout nice. the like sequence and the um this, um scenes and stuff with the actors and actresses so I'm going to ask you this crazy question may not be crazy or whatever no, like that but I'm mm-hmm. going to
0: ask you Shoot.
1: what horror movie made you cry what horror movie they made you break down and cry
0: mm. oh man a horror movie that made me cry that's a tough one i don't think any horror movie has made me cry gotta, I'm, thinking,
2: really? I'm thinking i'm
0: thinking i'm thinking because i definitely well up in certain movies but it's it's definitely when it's like appropriate i guess i'm not saying it's not appropriate in horror films yeah. but um more like drama and stuff, but oh man, what am I I'm trying to think here? It's nothing's coming to mind. Maybe nothing. Maybe I have no soul. I'm
1: <laughs> ah! oh, dead ass.
0: I have no I have no soul. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, that's how I should have said it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing doesn't make me cry. <laughs> oh Except yeah. Uh, a life terms of endurance. Yeah, yeah. The notebook. The notebook.
1: <laughs> Ew. The notebook.
0: <laughs> no, that's not true.
1: No. <laughs> oh, that oh, is. A- oh, oh, I, I did first time watching a notebook but i was in a very vulnerable place but when i watched it again i was like this is the most shittiest film i've ever watched
0: i'm not into it my my wife loves it though she loves the notebook so yeah
1: that that shit is oh god i I mean like (laughs) when i got my head back on straight and i watched the movie again I said, this dude is an asshole. Fuck. <laughs> Ryan Bossling with his bitch ass. I was like, girl, you should have got with Cyclops from X-Men yeah, and shit. Yeah. That motherfucker <laughs> had your back. He really, this <laughs> bitch talking about, he he messing your shit up. Oh, I'm like, man. fuck the notebook. I'm like, That's- fuck <laughs> Nicholas Sparks.
0: <laughs> oh, man. That's hilarious.
1: But he, like, he, but he writes romance novels and this uh, No, Nicholas Sparks. I don't give a fuck if you're a Nicholas Sparks fan. Fuck you. I don't like you. I'm bad <laughs> couple's books and everything. And I was like going through a divorce, and oh, I was okay. like, and then I was like, re- and then I like I think about, it, I was like, man, that Nicholas Sparks bastard right there. I was like, "Uh -uh, uh-uh, uh-oh. And I was like, cut it out, cut it out. I was like, I threw all this shit in the trash. I'm like, fuck you. Like, no. No. Oh shit. No, bro, no. Like, I I was like, (laughs) ladies, he is, I'm like, ladies, he is finessing y'all. He finessed y'all for millions.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's what writers do.
1: They really do. They finesse you like that. But uh, since you can't think of one horror movie <laughs> that
0: I'm made still, you I'm still thinking cry, too. I'm like, what the fuck made me cry? It's
1: like, mm-hmm. it's like what made like what made you get emotional? Did it wasn't like any horror movie? It didn't make you cry, but like, what Ooh, one okay, you, you know what? It just,
0: just came to me. It just came to me. Um, The Descent. The Descent made me get emotional. It was in the. Uh, you ever seen that movie?
1: yeah I have
0: okay yeah like towards the end uh spoiler towards the end where she seems like she gets out and you know you're thinking she Mm -hmm. got out but then you realize no she's really still locked in a cave or trapped in a cave I don't know that that brought emotion to me because it's like holy shit like there's no way out of that and she has like no hope and she's just trapped in there and I think she was alone at that point too that made me get kind of emotional honestly that that definitely did it for me um Uh,
1: that's a good That's a good movie right there. It's really, really good. And I, w- I was rooting for her, too.
0: Uh, yeah, that's one of my favorites of the 2000s, for sure. I like that a lot. And there's not many I like in the 2000s. <laughs> you,
1: you know, I had, like, a time period just like that in the 2000s where I was like, man, it's not like a really, like, a lot of good ones and stuff. that. And so I kind of like, eh, let me, like, take a hiatus and stuff.
2: Yeah, but there was yeah one, I did the same.
1: But there was one film, it was a couple of them, that I really, like, they're so underrated. One of them is 30 Days of Night.
0: Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a great one.
1: 30 Days of Night really was just like the most underrated vampire film.
0: It really is, ever. Josh Harton is great in it too.
1: Yes, Evan. Oh man. And uh I was just like I was like blown away, but I just never understood like why people just wasn't like just like
2: yeah,
1: because I guess uh, they because they wanted their vampires to be pretty and everything else. But I'm thinking I like guess. yo, vamp-, like vampires are not really how particular, like the vampire world, they never was pretty, they were fucking creatures of the night, they look like shit. Look at Nosferatu,
0: yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Uh,
1: you, like you're you sitting up thinking like I'm gonna give me a sexy like pretty ass vampire and come walking in my like, window <laughs> like Chris Sarandon like you know from uh a uh, fright night, right you know, night I yeah. Had, yeah I had dreams about him when I would watch Friday <laughs> I'm like I yeah, want this motherfucker coming my window <laughs> but instead oh, yeah. you get Nosferatu you know coming walking <laughs> in those big ass
0: buck teeth oh shit. Just oh, really yeah.
1: <laughs> looking like a damn deranged Muppet, Jim oh, Henson creation or some shit. Uh-huh. Shit out of luck because you thinking you getting something fine. No, you got a damn mutant on your hand. You
0: know. But I failed. That's why it failed.
1: <laughs> but it was just showing like how the brutality, like how they just rolled up in there and knew that shit son ain't gonna come out and everything we're gonna fuck everybody up in this little mm-hmm. old bitty town
0: it's crazy it's a great and
1: movie it is a great movie i just love how like bloodlust they were and they spoke in a, like a, a ancient language and we just really just haven't just heard like a very ancient you know there's a couple vampire movies that had like oh they have an ancient language and stuff but they mm. broke it down in that ancient ass language and shit. They wasn't like, I'm finna go speak some English and shit. No, they just like <laughs> they do that. And I was like, oh. yeah. And the way how they just didn't, like they like they finna go and get like a fresh press and you know, like iron you know, like take their clothes to the cleaners and shit. They just didn't give a damn about the outfits. They just come there to eat and be, get full and ship off to the next place. And I like how Josh Harder, he he really did. He carried the shit out of that movie, though. He really did. He did excellent. And I like how he carried that movie and, of course, spoiler alert, he dies at the end. (laughs) And that, like, you know, it was like, it was like a no, like, you know, like, situation, like, everybody gonna make it and stuff. And plus, he was like, going through some stuff with his wife also so you had like that sub story of that and that like really made me like like you know sad you know because he really loved his wife and then you know his grandma got messed up his brother got saved you know made sure his brother was fine and stuff like that yeah but it was it was like it was very touching you know, at the end with his wife, and you know they're going, they're gonna go through this divorce and all that stuff, and this shit happens, and you know she was right there with him, even though he saved like majority, you know, part of the town of the, you know, the survivors. You yeah. know, he really did put his all into it. You know, from a vampiric motherfuckers, they come on a damn leaky ass boat like some Mortal Kombat shit. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Yeah. And I was like, that's then that was really one of the underrated vampire films during that time it's been a couple of them i just yeah one of the better of ones awful.
0: also of the 2000s for sure
1: yeah the 2000s but that's like cool you like you know got emotional and, and you know on, on the descent like she like went through a lot especially you know the best friend and stuff you know what I'm saying was sleeping with her husband and yeah. then she lost like, you know she oh yeah yeah her,
0: yeah.
1: her kids. right and that's the reason why mm. I was rooting for her because I was like, she didn't deserve mm-hmm. none of that shit whatsoever. Exactly. And I just felt like
2: exactly.
1: and I felt like, you know, like how like you have like a, a female like friend circle. And you know, they always say the, the one that's the best friend, the one that's close to you, always be fucking around with your husband and shit like that. It's not like some like, you know. Ronda Bay, you know, like a chick somewhere else and everything. It's the one that's like right there you telling everything to is your best friend and it like, you know, and it's like with some situations that that does happen and it's yeah. crazy. I, mean, I know a couple people that shit has happened to. Them. I'm like, god dang. Mm. But um, but yeah, I mean that was a real good film and you do feel a lot and very emotional like for her. But mm-hmm. I would tell you one movie I actually did like broke down and fall to pieces okay it's and everything else <laughs> and i was 10 years old i i shit you not robocop even though really he, yeah i it's when strange, he got killed um not when he got killed okay it was more of when he was like trying to figure out if he's alex murphy with Robocop because you know that's like the whole frankenstein story with it mm-hmm. and you know frankenstein is one of my favorite you know books you know film my og horror monster of all time yeah and and you know i felt like that the paul mm-hmm. Voorheen did a very good job of like directing like the emotion and the music that was with it yeah. And one part, and the part that really like just tore me to pieces is when he went back to the house mm-hmm. and he was walking through and all these memories started flooding that he had a family, he had a son, you know, so I was like, show me dad, like, how you doing? Just like on DJ <sighs> laser, you mm-hmm. know, and he was just getting so pissed off and angry because he's mm-hmm. like, I have lost everything in my life. What the hell I am. I'm a property of OCP. This, the. Oh, man, I, like, lost it. Wow. And, and, like, my um, brother and my cousin, they looked at me like, why are you crying? I'm, like, I'm trying to hide my face with a pillow. I'm, like, you don't understand how sad this shit is. That man is going through some shit. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. He lost everything. he,
1: he lost everything. He died. He came back. He's something else. He's, like, struggling to see if he's man or machine. What is he and stuff. He's trying to figure out every fucking thing. And you have like all these external and these internal things. That's what's going on. I said, that's a lot. And I, I mean, I literally, and I still cry to this day when I watch Robocop. I still cry. Wow. Because it, because it, it, it just gets me like that. Even when they was in the, uh, the factory when he first got shot. You know, he died and stuff. And he, and the only person that had his back was Lewis, his partner. Hmm. And that was, like, some real-ass shit to me. Like, that shit real. She had your back. Like, you both had each other's back and stuff. Even though she was, you was there on the job first day, you got killed the first day and everything. But, like, she just knew. I mean, it, it couldn't been like, where she just could have, like, said, oh, okay, it's just a partner, you know, the exactly. way how dystopian Detroit was and everything mm-hmm. else. But, like, she's like, it's something about this fella that I like about him you know, he seemed, like, very morally adjust, you know, ethical and everything, Well, I know, like, there's a lot of people in OCP and in the police department is crooked. So, yeah. you had, like, that, like, underlying, you know, like, things of that nature going on, like, within that story. And it don't even have to be, like, sh- you know, like, shown like that. It was very subtle, but you could still catch it. And I caught that shit at 10 years old. I was like, what the hell? I was like, "Am I a genius?" I was like, "Nah, shit, I just get, I'm just into the damn movie." Nah, nah, I just picked, I just picked up a lot of stuff, you know, within yeah. it. And you know, I was like, "Fuck yeah!" But yeah, that was the movie that made have me start crying.
0: Wow, boohoo
1: boogers. The remake, hell no. <laughs> Even my son, my son was like, "The old one is better than the remake." <laughs> Yeah, i've never even
0: seen the remake i haven't watched it yet i, I don't know if i'll ever watch it
1: i mean i'm gonna say it like this: take a chance watch it and everything i rather feel like you know when i do like movie reviews i tell people like watch it it's trash to me but watch it to your discretion and stuff yeah. because don't let my shit like hold you back from like watching something you may like it you may not like it you may find it okay you know, just don't go by like my words and stuff. I'm just letting you know what the hell it is and everything, what's it all about, but you may love it, you may hate it, whatever like that. This my shit, this my opinions, I stand on this and everything. The end. That's how yeah. I be doing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. I respect is it.
1: that Right, right, you gotta respect the game. Go respect the game. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I have some trivial questions mm, for boy. you. Oh boy. Bum, 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 <laughs> I don't have no soundboard, no nothing like that. We that damn technical over here and stuff. It's
2: all good. Look. <laughs> look
0: at that. Look at that. I love it.
1: All right. You ready?
0: Yes, ma'am. All
1: right. <laughs> First trivia question what author said in an article that this movie the changeling scared the living daylights out of you what author said the nineteen eighty movie the changeling scared the pants out of him
2: mm.
1: or scared the daylights out of him
0: uh, I'm gonna be honest. I don't know that answer, so I'm just gonna say an obvious one. Was it Stephen King?
1: There you go. Ding 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 <laughs> ding, 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 ding ding. Yes. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> awesome.
0: Cool. Oh shit. You know, I, I, I'll be honest. I do vaguely remember that I reading that, and I'm like, "Damn, was that Stephen King?" It's so obvious. It, maybe it was him. <laughs>
1: Yep, it was yep, Stephen King. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, the Master of said uh, the changeling scared the daylights out of him. I was like,
0: that's a great same film.
1: Here. Oh man, that hope that beginning, bro. Oh yeah.
0: That yeah. beginning. Yeah, with
1: the when truck. That, yeah. Oh yeah. When I when I seen that beginning, I said, like, Oh, <laughs> it's gonna be some shit up in here. Oh yeah. And then I had my covers and stuff like pulled up to my eyes. And that's, <laughs> and I love, and it's like where, here and rare in between horror movies that have me pulling my uh covers to my eyes or me taking my hand and covering my eyes. And that was one of those movies that literally had me cover my eyes. And there was like, not like some spooky ghost or whatever, it was just the sounds, everything. I, it was real perfect. I, I felt yeah. that movie was freaking perfect boom oh my god dorsey has (laughs) got (laughs) like crazy (laughs) (laughs) all right second question I'm gonna like ask this second questionnaire thing which you know since you like grew up in the 80s and and I had like people that grew up in the 80s answer this question Name the least popular flavor of fruit roll-ups.
0: The least popular flavor of fruit roll-ups? Oh, man. Uh Was it uh, like the rainbow one?
2: No, no,
1: no, no, no. Think back in the 80s, bro. Come on now, you three years younger than me and everything. you three years younger than me. You said you're uh, 42, I'm 45. Yeah, yeah. Think back, think mm. back, bro.
0: Was it orange? What was, no. Damn orange <laughs> label? I don't know. I don't know. Dang, you no I did, I did. But if it was least popular, they weren't buying it for me. <laughs>
1: I'm screaming. You you were paying the food roll-ups at school? Selling for a dollar?
0: I love the, stru- the strawberry one, so I don't know. I don't know which one was least popular. Was it grape?
1: They didn't have no grape, but man. <laughs> man <I'm> fin- <laughs> I have this iffy water burger cup sitting right next to me. I'm from with something. I'm gonna drop you <laughs> with this. Crop.
0: Tell me, I-, I can't. I don't know the answer.
1: <laughs> apricot, 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 <laughs> apricot. Oh apricot. apricot, apricot, tomato, yeah. tomato. Yeah, <laughs> I- it was the least favorite of the fruit roll-up gang because strawberry is the popular one. Cherry was the popular one.
0: Yeah. But See the least favorite strawberry.
2: one
1: was uh, apricot. And that shit was nasty.
0: Oh, man. I didn't even know that was a fucking flavor.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was a flavor. I remember that flavor, too. And we didn't eat, like, fruit rolls like that back in the day because that's too expensive. I'm like, no, no it's not. It's <laughs> like a dollar something. dollars 79 <laughs> But then again, you think about it milk was a dollar and something back then. Exactly.
0: exactly.
1: Shit, we had a good back then. You can get your mama's daddy cigarettes and stuff. Went to the store. Oh, your mom needed a pepper cigarette? Mm-hmm. Yup. Yep. Pay that man and everything. We could be like eight, nine years old, walking to back from the house from the store with my mama pack of cigarettes. But we know one damn thing: we've been to open the motherfuckers up.
0: Sure. <laughs> same, same here, same here. All nice right, that's,
1: that's yeah for real. We know that stuff. We like, dang nigga, we open it. We curious and everything, but like we had common sense. If I open these cigarettes and everything, I'm gonna get my butt beat. No, I'm not gonna chance Hell
2: that.
1: Yeah. yeah, it was like they, before. You know how they said. Fuck around and find out. That was like That's before right. they start saying it now. Oh yeah, we knew about the fuck around and find out a long time ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hell
2: yeah.
0: Growing up in the 80s, hell yeah. My parents. On...
1: I know, right? I know right. So okay. Third question and everything else of like random trivia.
2: Mm.
1: What popular singer? starred in the movie of Tales from the Dark Side
0: popular singer in the movie Tales from the Dark Side that was Blondie
1: what's her real name
0: oh oh god uh, Debbie Harry
1: there you go there you go yes and she's from New York so yes, like, you
0: don't yes. have to throw her New York shit yes. Hell yeah. I met New her York. too I've met her before I met her on an elevator. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, how yeah. was
2: she? Huh? I was
1: like, how was she like, how oh, was she like?
0: She was great. She was awesome. I, uh very, very cool. I didn't have anything like this was before camera phones. I mean, well not, not camera phones, but before smartphones, it was like in 2000, 2001, I was working delivery for Whole Foods Market and I was delivering groceries to her building. And I guess she was on the elevator going down and we spoke a little bit. I was like, oh my God, Blondie. And she's like, hey, how you doing? And she was really cool. Really cool! Wow! Yeah, I met a, I met quite a few people in the city. I used to work in Manhattan, just driving around delivering groceries. So I met a couple of celebrities.
1: That's like that's pretty cool. That's like super super cool right there. My
2: uh
1: <laughs> ex mother in law, she met Matt McConaughey at a party.
0: Mm. That's an awesome guy. I would love to meet him.
1: And. Oh, she te- she cheered me out. She's like, yeah, I was work, I was, she's like, I was being a nanny, babysitting, you know, this guy she worked for, you know, his daughter. And he told us to come back. And she's like, okay, I'll come back, you know, he's having a party. And so she just looked up and she just like, it was Matt McConaughey. She's like, damn, that man was hot.
0: <laughs> nice.
1: <laughs> so I was like, I bet. She's very like, good looking. I was like, don't let your husband hear you say that out loud.
2: <laughs> oh my like, god!
1: He's like, he was. She's like, and he's not only here, she's like, very nice, friendly, and like pretty laid back and stuff. And she's like, I actually party with Matt McConaughey.
2: Oh, awesome. Wow!
1: I, I was like that. I was like, that's that's freaking awesome, right oh, there. Yeah. I know right I was like that's that's pretty cool all right fourth trivia question this is like this is more of like a like just a randomness this is just like extra randomness right here. okay all right what would you prefer coke or pepsi
0: coke for real <laughs> yeah 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 coke yeah i mean if i if I had to choose between the two I, i'd go for a coke really <laughs> yeah really i do enjoy pepsi don't think i don't but i'd probably choose the coke over the pepsi that's what i've you know drink in the past i've drank all my life but i i actually stopped drinking coke <laughs> oh
2: that's minutes. good
0: yeah I still I well no, don't think I don't drink soda. I just drink seven up. I don't know if that's any better, but
1: <laughs> no, no, I'm a big huge fan of seven up in this house, in this household. Yeah. 7-Up and up is great. And water.
0: And I do like seltzer water too. And,
1: yeah. And seven up.
0: Yeah, the clear light sodas, yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, the un cola
0: yeah there you go the uncola shit i forgot about that
1: <laughs> yeah the uncola i grew up on Never my grandma like had me drinking like a lot of seven up because she's like no the dark total will give you kidney issues drink seven yeah. up okay so i grew up on seven up and that's the only thing i buy is like seven up i'll buy pepsi for my other grandma yeah uh because you know they love like my grandma and grandpa love pepsi and i was like pepsi so i was like i just drink it just cuz she drank it you know just to honor her and everything and now you know they uh um, both you know passed away
2: mm. so as
1: an honor i bought pepsi for them and i go to their uh graves and i have two cups and i pour well, it that's yeah. nice yeah i was like y'all thirsty <laughs> Hey y'all some Pepsi
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh shit
1: and I talked just like this to them just I was like just like you know they were a yeah i I'm, I'm just- I'm just straight up i was straight up silly with them just yeah. straight silly and everything else. that's but beautiful yeah they were like they were pretty awesome grandparents and stuff and though they were fucking strict
0: I can imagine. <laughs> Most grandparents were.
1: <laughs> oh my God. But yeah,
0: mine were strict as well.
1: But you know, like, but in a way, it's like it it made it like I've seen a lot of things that they were trying to, you know, teach mm-hmm. my brother and I and all that. And I'm like, damn. I was like, man, I'm glad I got some of this because like I see people now like my age and like older or like people like younger. And I'm just like, you need to put some foot in that shit right there. You need to like that and stuff. And, and my tone like turns into like damn <laughs> and everything. And I'm oh, like, God. I'm not on this pussy ass shit. Now I'm not sis. I'm like, I'm sis, but I ain't that damn so y'all need to get <laughs> but like for real, like I mean I I get it. I really do. I I mean it's a different time era and stuff, how they grew up taught us a lot of that but i see why yeah. i was like because some of that stuff does come in handy and i was like oh thank you jesus i had them in my life
0: yeah yeah for sure but
1: yeah but yeah i don't know Coke kind of like fell off for me it gets too flat
0: well yeah it can that's i mean that's why i kind of like stopped drinking it too i just i don't know it's not it's not as good as seven up to me for sure and um yeah, like when I was drinking a lot of cola, Coke was was my go-to. I don't know. It just was. It, I I feel like it's that that acid is a stronger bite if you will than Pepsi for me, you know? That sort of acidity.
1: Yeah, it does. But I need to go to like the Coke like place down in Atlanta. That's like pretty cool. Oh, nice. Yeah, you need to like I've never been down yes. There. Yeah, you need to like like it's pretty cool and everything but like they have like the whole like coke you know uh factory and the um you know telling the history of coke and you buy like you oh,
2: know nice.
1: coke merchandise and everything else like that it's, it's pretty freaking cool and stuff i went down there um, i'll check it out it was, yeah like, yeah i think it was yeah it was for a dragon con that i went down there because they have dragon con Mm. like it's usually like happens like labor day weekend and and, you know, the like the coolest thing about like Atlanta that a lot of things that's just going on like every week through the weekend and everything else. And, you know, I took a break from, you know, the con and stuff. And I went to go to, to the Coca-Cola factory and check everything out. And it was pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And final trivia question. I'm ready. name the artist who sings blue flowers
0: all right well you got me i don't know that answer (laughs) you got
1: dr octagon dr octagon
0: Oh, okay. Blue
1: Flowers!
0: <laughs> okay. No, I did not know that. I did not know that. That's
1: all right. That's all right. There's <laughs> a lot of people that don't know a lot of stuff. I mean, you can be Hey, I was quite surprised. Like, this dude, like, Matt Michelli, he, like, finished the lyrics to Three, Six Mafia, Slob on My Knob. And I... Nice. Would, yeah, that like snatched all my little baby hairs and my edges and everything. I <laughs> like, he said, you know? he's like like horn on the cob, checking with me. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs>
0: That's hilarious. Oh my god.
1: It's 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 very, it's very I I love I love like surprises like that. And of course, I'm gonna tell you, hang hey, man, you really didn't win. Not a damn thing, not <laughs> to anything else, but thank you so much for participating from the bottom of my heart. And I'm glad you like, like just had a good time, like with oh, absolutely, bullshit ass trivia questions. Some of it's like <laughs> real dumb, some of it's like I don't freaking know, and some of it's like, oh, okay, then yeah, I know this one right here. At least yeah. you got the first one and you and you trusted your gut.
0: Yeah, I did, I did, I had to trust my gut on that one. <laughs>
1: You, sh- <laughs> you sure the hell did no? Oh man! Random shit. It can be horror. It can be anything about food.
0: Yeah. It don't
1: even fucking matter. I love
0: it. I love That's it. That's
1: just how random a shit it is. <laughs> you got anything <laughs> else coming up on your um, on your channel? Any? Um, well, yeah, any, um... Um, Physical copies.
0: Yeah, I uh, I've actually been a little quiet lately. There's a lot of stuff going on. I haven't uploaded in a while, but um I did want to put up a video of my new pickups, what I've been picking up over the last few months at least. And I actually just got in that new set, the the psycho form four film collection from Arrow Video. They just put it out in the UK and mm-hmm. I, I got it from Diabolic DVD. So it has it's a beautiful set with all four psycho films. And I I'm probably going to end up doing a video on that like a sort of a review or just a showcase on the uh the set cuz it's gorgeous. It's a beautiful set. Other than that, maybe a Waxwork Records unboxing as well, but I just need okay. to get stuff situated like right now things are kind of crazy for me, so that's why I haven't been putting any video, any content out on on the channel, but hopefully I could get back into it at least. I want to try to do one video this weekend so I could start editing soon, but other than that, not not much going on. Just working with the band too. I'm going to head back in the studio soon to record another album or probably an EP, but that'll be happening very soon with the band.
1: Nice, nice, nice. And life gets so busy with a lot of things. Yeah. And, yeah, and I know. and I I feel you on that right there too cuz like I'm busy and then i've been kind of like kind of chilling out for a moment and stuff um you know and there's a lot of like you know we get sick like i had to like kind of chill out a little bit because i was like ooh, i'm getting a little bit overwhelmed with social media and i'm getting a little bit yeah. too overwhelmed like you know no oh, it um, definitely
0: gets like that for me too definitely
1: you know with the podcast and stuff and so that's the reason why i was like you know what you know you, what you told me you know we've been in contact and everything else for like past couple of weeks and everything
0: yeah
1: actually month like it was like in june july or something yeah. like that. yeah it was
0: like june yeah it was so- <laughs> yeah, it, yeah it was, it was yeah.
1: somewhere around there and everything but you know like stuff happens and you know i kind of had like a little bit i was like, ooh, i need to chill out you know it was like the anniversary of my grandmother's passing and I see, and I was yeah. like dealing with like a lot of like that mentally and um you know I was like all right you know let me tiptoe back in I still have stuff that's like in editing mode that I have not even like edited a couple oh same here
0: that, same yeah here. I do have a video days. I did That I'm sorry, I just I I want to say I do have a video that I did record that I I was editing and I just stopped editing. I kind of hated it. I'm just gonna like totally you know scratch it. But I have like two videos that are just in editing mode and I haven't really messed with them. So I know exactly where you're coming from with that.
1: Yeah, for real. I mean, it just gets like that. And then it's sometimes like you know, like you look at it like, ah, let me go scratch it. Because there's been a couple of stuff that I like scratched out too. But then it's like some you just look at and it's still in the queue, and you just look at it and you're like, I right, go
2: mm-hmm. ahead and do it,
1: and then you be just be mentally prepared and like ready to like get it out there and just like, yeah, I'm happy. But yeah. um, I totally feel you. i like right there and stuff, you know. But uh, like I was gonna like ask you, um, shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <I don't laughs> particular I know how that I
1: movie that like i'm a, no i was gonna ask you this question it's gonna come back around and everything like what would you feel like it's so much better to like watch movies like like 4k or what and like st- and i'm gonna tell you this i'm gonna i'm gonna sound like a little bit ignorant like i'm just like what is a steel book because i'm a little clueless on that can you explain that to me
0: Sure. Well, steel book has to do with the actual packaging of the of the release. So most releases come in like Amory cases, plastic cases that have, you know, either a swivel disc tray or just a disc tray in the middle. Um, the steel books are actually made of metal. They're like uh, they're steel. They're not I don't know if they're actual steel, actually, but they're, they're like metal cases. And they usually come with a lot of cool artwork on them, you know, sort of um, um, done on the metal case. So that that's what a steel book is. It's just okay. literally the the packaging is uh mimicking metal steel. Oh uh-huh. and yeah. 4K, um, like I do I do love 4K. I do think that it's worth buying. Um, yeah. I don't think it's absolutely necessary because a lot of Blu-rays look amazing right now, yeah. like they still look good and to get into 4K, it's kind of an investment. You got to buy the player. You got to make sure you have a compatible TV and you got to make sure you have the connections right, the, the right wiring and all that, like the USB. I mean, I'm sorry, the HDMI cable is like, a, it's a higher, you need to get like a really high speed one to get that really great picture. So there's a lot that goes into collecting 4K. So I say it's worth doing if you're that type of collector, that type of fan that's gonna be willing to invest money into having the greatest picture. But I love it, I'm all in. And I only have a PS5, I don't have like a dedicated 4K player, which is my next step.
1: Okay. Thank you for like all the tech and, you know, like (laughs) donations and stuff. Absolutely. And I was like, What is that? You know? Googling? <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm gonna ask somebody who does know about this stuff. Let me like talk to him.
0: Oh yeah, but- yeah. 4K is great. If you got the compatibility, if you have the equipment or whatever, the the player and the TV, I say it's it's beautiful. Like I was just watching Halloween 3 in 4K that that Scream Factory put out, and it looks fantastic. It looks amazing, like so bright, and there's so many daylight scenes in that movie. So it, it really pops, you know, that that clear. Oh crisp picture from a movie that was released in 1983
1: which is insane shut the front door that's like pretty cool speaking of you saying hey you have a PS5 yeah (laughs) did you get that Mortal Kombat man
0: did you get get it Shit, I didn't pick it up I did not I still still have to get the Texas (laughs) Chancellor Massacre game as well (laughs) uh yeah i gotta yes, get those games
1: that, i i don't have like no last last gaming device console was like a ps3 and that's when i was married when i was in the games i don't play games and stuff that just i don't know it just like left me at it's called maturity and, and i'm just like i'm just Mental Paul's age, but <laughs> like you know, when like the MK like one, like he had not seen like the trailers and shit. Yeah, it's I amazing. Was like, oh! It amazing. I was like, oh snap, mm-hmm. I need to get with somebody that has a PS5 or something because I am
2: this <laughs> game
1: Like yeah, I was. Yeah, I was like shaking and like getting like all excited and stuff. Now, I now that I will tell you, it don't matter if I get to be 80 years old. That game is always gonna be in my heart, no matter what. And that was my actually my sweet 16, uh, gift: a Sega Genesis and Mortal Kombat.
0: Oh, that's awesome! Wow.
1: Yeah, I know. Okay. I didn't get no car, no sweet sixteen birthday party, no nothing like that, or, <laughs> Uh a uh, 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 tennis bracelet, nothing like that. But I got a Sega Genesis and a and Mortal Kombat. But you know, I was like, okay, Dad. And I was like, I'm not a dude, but you know what? Cool. And I was a little bit of a tomboy also. But you mm-hmm. know, I was like, all right, I'm cool. You know, with that and everything. I let my <laughs> I let my mom get all the stuff and everything because i'm really like girly girly but i was like okay all right cool and i love that game so like that game will always gonna be like top notch for me you know i grew up with this game uh play like pretty much like all of like everything i seen like how i mean The animated version, you know, the animated, like, movies, the shows, even, like, the live action shows and stuff, I watched all that. It's just, just, it just, it just took over for me, like, anything, like, Mortal Kombat, like, related, I'm gonna watch it. I mean, I watched the movie, and I was just like, okay. I mean, it was not bad, it wasn't, like, (laughs) terrible, but I don't know who... Who and you know, like the, the the chick with the vampire, you know, like bat wings, yeah, with some guitar. And they, yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah, that chick was skinny though. I said, No, I said, The tar had them big ass tears in that booty. She was thick. <laughs> I said, How in the hell did they get this ballerina looking ass chick on here? I said, No, She thick like a speckle. I said poor representation yeah. right there Poor representation <laughs> I was upset, poor representation
0: Oh my god
1: But yeah, I I want to play that game So badly, I don't care If I don't even like I lose And I don't even know half the things From like, the, the, what is like Five or ten buttons And knobs? Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a shit I'm yeah, still going to play it still It is, it's fun it's fun. I don't. You know what? I actually did play. The last one was a uh, MK11. At yeah, a, I got uh, that
0: one. That one I have. Yeah. I love that game.
1: I love that game too. The kid's birthday party, but it was like her birthday party because she turned seven, and she was like literally like shading and just flaming me up. Yeah. <sighs> you don't know how to play. <laughs> you sorry. You suck at this. You're I supposed think you can to play know as how RoboCop
0: do. in that game as well.
1: Yes, yes. She was playing Robocop too. Me and her (laughs) were playing, and like she whooped my tail. And I was like, okay. And I was just like, so she's like, you you're just a sore loser. And I was like, you know what? You know what? You're seven. And I'm gonna give you a chance (laughs) if this is your birthday. If any other day, you wouldn't have made it.
0: That's right. But
1: it's your it's your birthday party. We'll let you have it. <laughs> but yeah, I told her I was like, I'm just having fun with it, and I was, I was like, yo, no. I'm like, but then these kids they like trying to make it like so competitive. I'm like, we just played these games just to have fun. <laughs> like, man, like it's like when you play with them, it's like I don't even feel like playing with y'all because y'all don't even make fun for me. Like you make it like so competitive and. Yeah, and, and 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 you take you take the like you take the fun out of it, you know. I know um, people like that for sure. Not, they,
0: they get too serious yeah,
1: with it. Not, yeah. They get too serious with it. They just take the piss out of it, and they throw <laughs> in the controller down and being like really like a sore loser at it. Was, yeah, this is like this is technology. It's, it's, these are fiction, fictitious characters. You know what I'm saying?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's not real life not real life now <laughs> you know it was real life your ass will be dead if this happened but i'm just saying you know just have some fun just be you know just have fun with it kick back and everything else but i was like y'all just took the piss out of like having fun with these and that's the reason why i'm like i just want just played this game with somebody fun and not somebody flaming me and everything because I just don't know all the buttons <laughs> and moves. And you know what? I played Melina and I still remember them same moves when she teleported and threw out her size. Melina oh, yeah. was my girl right there. Melina is my girl. She will <laughs> always be my girl forever.
0: That's a great character. I love that character. She
1: is a great character. And people be sleeping on Shiva too. I played Shiva in MK3. I love her too.
0: Mm. Oh, MK3. Yeah. I had that for, uh, what did I have that for? I think it was Super Nintendo or something. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, like, shit. yeah, it was like a pretty cool. Like, but I like how they, uh, they kind of like did the like rearranging. Like, it was like the same people that did like MK2. Mm-hmm. And like one, you know, that was like there to like play like different uh, characters. Like, what was up with Mopek on M three? I was like, what is this light bulb? These damn like light bulbs all <laughs> over his head, like Mopek. I'm like, who is this?
2: Mopek. He's like, I don't know.
1: <laughs> he just he was like, I just throw. We just throw out a random character. We just throw some light bulbs on him and stuff, and then. Uh, it's like another character that my son like meet. And I was like, I can't even play that dude. Meat. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't even like open up character. Like in the MK universe, meet. I was like, I can't play mm. that dude. Like it just he just like gross and everything. I was like, I can't, I can't do him. Like, ah, like I try. <laughs> and, and I'm just really, I just don't like a lot of body. Stuff you know, but yeah. looking at me I was like, "Oh no,
0: oh, I'm gonna throw." Bring it back those memories.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, it was like bringing back like a lot of PTSD for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Body horror PTSD. Yeah,
1: I know, right? I know. But uh, so we're gonna be doing a close, and I enjoyed you so much, Hangman. Oh, thank you so much for life.
0: having me, Keisha.
1: you know I could do but like, tell everybody where they can find you, your socials, uh, all that great stuff. You know what I'm saying? You know, shoot, if you feel like you want to do a shout out to anybody out there, your band, your bandmates, your wife, anybody, you know, do that and everything. Hell, even the people you buy, like, you know, steal books and faux and shit. You know, <laughs> you, yeah. I mean, I'm, and I'm serious because what you've been pre- you got me on like buying some cool stuff from like second sight films and they got some real good stuff. Yeah, limited supply, but they really do got some good stuff.
0: Yeah, All for right. sure. For sure. Yeah. Well, if anybody is interested, you could find me on YouTube at Captain Horror. Uh one word. Uh same for Instagram and TikTok. That's the only other two socials that I have. And um, yeah, as far as shout-outs, I just want to shout out Gary from Born to Be Rad. That's my man right there. He really helped me you know to try to get this uh youtube thing going and maybe not intentionally but just watching his videos and then we became really cool friends and we started working together did a video did a live stream on his channel at one point so really want to give him a shout out and um just want to shout out uh my wife just like you said because she helped me a lot with this too um very intentionally and um Shout out my band. You know, you already did it for me. Definitely my boys, man. Definitely love working with them. Been with them for like seven, eight years now. Wow, it's going to be eight years. Holy shit. Time flies. Time flies and really looking forward to the future with them and what music we're going to put out. And uh, as far as like releases, you, you keep mentioning Second Sight. If anybody's interested in buying any of those releases from Second Sight, you know, the fact that they're UK releases, you have to import them. But if you go to Diabolic DVD, They import it for you and you all you got to do is pay them the shipping, which is like a flat rate of five bucks. So you don't have to deal with going to, a, um, you know, international site to get these releases, Diabolic DVD. I, the best place that you can go for these releases. Grindhouse video is another one too. So shout out to those two companies, because I think they're really, really awesome and bringing physical media to everyone that loves collecting and is a part of this really, really awesome community. Thank you
1: so. Thank you again for putting everybody on that plug and stuff. And I'm definitely going to check out like Diabolical and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They, they yeah. have a lot of stuff. You want that that second sight love, that that goodness? For sure. They're the ones. And even like other releases from Arrow, like this Psycho set that I just recently got mm-hmm. is also a UK release. And I bought it from Diabolic and I didn't have to pay that crazy, you know, import fee if I would have ordered right. directly from Arrow in the UK.
1: Heck yeah. Shoot. Thank you for that plug. Oh
2: yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Oh god. <laughs> oh swear on crap, y'all. Swear on crap. Y'all better. Any of y'all physical media collectors and horror, science fiction, any like subgenre are out there, g- get up on it. Shit, write it down. <laughs> Google it. Everything else. I'm just trying to tell you. He, he give a free gems. He dropping them down like that. And of course, thank you so so much. I had like a pleasure. It's been like wonderful to like have you and everything. And like I'm Might so glad for being I'm, here. I'm so glad I'm like your first of like popping your <laughs> podcast. Cherry.
0: Oh yeah, definitely my first.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> first podcast. First podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you, but, hey, man, like, for real, you you did, like, a very beautiful job. And, like, you know, you fam here, like, at the Random Horror Show. It ain't like I got, a, like, a whole army of people and everything. It's just me just running this bitch and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm very happy to be a part but, like, of it. Thank
0: you very much, Keisha.
1: You're you welcome. You're welcome and everything. Check him out. Please check him out. He brings, like, some good stuff and everything. And that is it. And thank you all for listening to The
2: Random Horror Show.